It is 6.51. This is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Together, when we get together every morning, Monday through Friday, we don't take crazy, weird, stupid. There goes Shelly whacking, whacking her microphone again. We don't take those crazy, stupid, weird state holidays like Lincoln's Day and Washington's Day and Truman's Day. We're here working. We're sweating over hot microphones. We're not, we're not wimping out, are we? Nope. Okay. We're not. All sorts of, the Super Bowl was yesterday. And for two it weeks, was. Super Bowl hype, Super Bowl hype, Super Bowl hype. I'm going to talk about something that nobody talked about except nerds like me. And I don't even think the nerds talked about this much. Back in the day, if you ever heard the sportscasters do a show, they'll, sometimes they'll refer to the guys in the truck. You know what that means? The one up in the DJ's booth? No, yeah, when, when, no, no. When they're on, when they're doing the play-by-play, they'll say, "Hey, the guys yeah. in the truck, if you can, you know, give us the different camera angle." You know what that means? Uh, on the field? No, they have when they do the sports casts, when they do the games, for years, for decades, they have a big tractor trailer, which is a mobile production studio, which they would park somewhere. Sometimes they have little areas. The newer stadiums actually have areas where you can actually park it. Inside. Matter of fact, if you go mm-hmm. to if you go to the what is the Savas Center or whatever it's called now this week, uh, what is it Enterprise <laughs> this Center? This week, Enterprise Center. <laughs> that was funny. Okay, Enterprise Center. They actually have an underground garage where they back this tractor trailer up, and it's the mobile production studio where the director and everybody sits. And there's the audio guy and the whole bit. Okay, for the, the DJ's booth. Well, not on DJ because they're not they're not DJs. They're the guys well, run. They're you the, know what I'm saying? There's semantics. The, potato, potato. So in other words, what they're doing is the output of that truck is the broadcast product. Get what I'm saying? They're the guys. They're using you know punching the buttons. You know, take camera three, slow mo on camera four, that kind of stuff. You know, zoom in on on the quarterback, that kind of stuff. The director's sitting in that truck somewhere. Okay, that has pretty much changed now with the uh, with with the with the internet and fiber. And I didn't realize this till I talked to my old buddy, Bill Kaufman, who uh, does a lot of this. He has his own mobile production company, and he does this stuff at Bush Stadium. He used to do the Dome. I don't think he does the Dome anymore. Everything now is done back in a studio. And what they do is they take the output of each camera, and they put it on fiber. So in other words, let's say the game was here in St. Louis, the football game. Let's say there was a football game in St. Louis, or let's like one in Los Angeles. Well, that's a bad example because they didn't do that. Okay, let's say the game was here in St. Louis. Okay, they would have, they wouldn't have a truck outside. They would just have all the cameras going into individual fiber lines, and all that fiber would go back to the studio where it is at in in you know New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, and that's where the director and the producer and everybody sits. And what's interesting is my friend Bill Kaufman told me. This is how they're cutting down costs, primarily for covering college sports. Because back in the day, you know, they run like now with, with football on, on Sunday. You never know when the football game is because they move them around. There's a game that starts at 11 o'clock. There's a game that starts at 2 o'clock. Game starts at 5 o'clock. Game starts at 7 o'clock. Get what I'm saying? Okay. Back in the day, they had a truck and a crew at each one of those game sites. Now, they just use the same crew all day long. So they don't have to pay to have the truck there. They don't have to pay for the travel expenses of the producer, the director, the audio engineer, the video engineer. They're all sitting in the studio somewhere. And they're just taking all that video, coming back on fiber, each individual cameras, and they're doing the switching and the post-production, you know, the audio and stuff like that, remotely, okay? I hear myself coming back. What are you doing? I'm not doing anything. I hear myself. Is your headphones real loud or something like that? Uh, no. Okay, I hear myself coming back through me like a second later. Is okay. that better? I turned it down a little bit. Okay, so Sunday, 
yesterday, the Super Bowl, they have not done that with the Super Bowl, and they decided not to because they wanted to have everything out there. Now, the only problem with that is, is if there would be a power spike or something like that, power would drop. And remember the crazy thing that happened with the World Series years and years and years ago where they had the, the earthquake in San Francisco and, the, and, and the, the game got knocked off the air because of the earthquake? Remember that? Remember that? I don't remember that because oh, yeah. I don't watch sports. It was a World Series game, and in the middle, and I think Al Michaels was like the guy on the air at the time. And you know, in the middle of the world, and what's interesting was, this is what's fascinating because oh my gosh, I remember that. I Al, really don't. Al Michaels is a geography buff. So, and what was interesting was, the earthquake happens and it knocks him off the air. The you know, and I they had to cancel the game because they were afraid that the earthquake damaged the stadium. And they evacuated everybody from the stadium, and they had Fair to enough. they had to in in you know inspect the stadium to make sure there were no cracks or anything like that. So, Al Michaels is done with the game because the game's been canceled, and Al Michaels turns into a reporter, and Al Michaels is doing a play-by-play of all the areas of San Francisco like he's a local native, and people are going like, "Hold on a minute now, he's a sports guy. How does he?" Now know? that's a true professional well, right there. Exactly. How does how does he know, how does he know where he's talking about? Because, like for example, if somebody came into St. Louis and they go like, uh, "I'm in St. Louis," yeah. Well, no, actually, you're at the airport Hilton, which is in Edmondson. Edmondson. I thought it was in St. Louis. No, no, no. If you drive a little bit west on 70, you'll be in St. Anne. You go a little bit further west, you're going to be in Bridgeton. You go a little bit further west, you're going to be in St. Charles County, but you're going to be in St. Louis City. And if you go south on 364, you're going through St. Charles, St. Peter's, Cottleville, Weldon Spring, Darden Prairie. People go, what? I thought I was in St. Louis. Get what I'm saying? You know, and this guy talked San Francisco like he was a local nerd. And later he got interviewed and he admitted he's a geography buff. That when you know, because he travels all over the country doing these games, whenever he goes into a city, he drives around and explores the neighborhoods, looks at maps, and figures out where he's at, and looks around. Oh, like I'm in the so-and-so neighborhood. Blah 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 blah. I'm thinking to myself, that's fascinating, because even in the St. Louis what if area, he goes to local truck stops and gets like a an ashtray or a, a map. <laughs> Why would he get an ashtray at a truck Because stop? they have the state on them. <laughs> Shelly, only you would say that. He's what? Gonna, he's going to go to a truck stop, stop and get an ashtray. <laughs> an ashtray or a key fob or something that has the state on it. Oh, so that's, so in other words, he's going to, he, when he goes back home, he's going to, he's going to say, hey, come down. I used to tell people come when down. they go away. <laughs> Let me live vicariously and bring me back an ashtray. And they did. I've got ashtrays from all over the country, even out of the out of the United States. So, how many states do you have ashtrays? Um, I have about thirty. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, you have some little idiosyncratic ways. So let's not I judge. Have none. We're talking about him, straightest guy in the world. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Other than the fact that I'm a dude and my my gender is dudeness. Anyway, okay, we, you are a dudeness. Shelly, Shelly has ashtrays from all over the country. <laughs> anyway, well, let's move on. <laughs> I'm not going to finish my Al or Michael. Shop I'm not going to finish my Al Michael story because you just blew it out of the water. Okay, it's it's six fifty nine. Well, you have to finish. 